program is brought to you in living color. Good morning. Not that one. <laughs> the following program is brought to you in living color. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready. We're here at the Roy and Jimmy thing. Get ready to rock. Get ready to roll. The moment you've all been waiting for. We got hot, sexy Roy and Jimmy. Hell yeah, yo. I don't know how to make that work. <laughs> a million reads. Hey, everybody, it's Roy and Jimmy. This is, you know what, this is like the Roy and Jimmy thing, the original evening, but it is Christmas time. We are here. I am Roy Brewster. This stud over here is... I am Jimmy Shaw. It is Roy and Jimmy, the annual, sixth annual Christmas play, brought to you by Roy and Jimmy, of course. We've been doing this six times. Six times. We have our six chat times. room. We got Dennis in the chat room. Michelle P- Padilla. Good morning. Or good morning. God damn it, Roy. Right? It's morning now. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. We are ready. We have a, a all-star Roy and Jimmy player cast ready for a redo of A Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Man, I love these things. Oh, I know. I mean, I can't get enough of these things. Look at the lovely Ariana sitting there beside you. Is our, our narrator for the evening. You could you could tell she's got the big reading part. The glasses are on. She's looking all good in her sweater. She's got her big smile on. Don won't take this the wrong way, hmm. but I take the best pictures with Ariana. So we no, you do. I, I, I my mine and her pictures aren't even a, a sliver to how great you two take a picture together. Come on now, it's the cheese factor. It's real yes, thick. It's, it's real thick with the two with us. of us. Yeah, we get we get those two cheese slices together, man. You got a ham sandwich right there. <laughs> Should we start bringing some people in, Roy? Let's get this thing rolling. Right. I hope you guys are listening there. We're excited to bring it to you. Um, we have a lot of fun. Don't take ourselves too seriously, obviously. But we've got a great group here. We've got some new people that is really exciting. And we've got a couple you may recognize. I'll bring them in, Roy. You, you, you hand them off. Here we go. And oh, coming God. up. First, we have Mr. Michael Salazar and Claudia Cartez, all the way from the snowy part of the country. Lake Tahoe. Right? Is it snowing up there right now? Uh, is well, it snowing now? It was raining earlier. It might it, be snowing snow by tonight. now. It's going to snow tonight. That's well, welcome, you guys. We have uh, Michael coming in doing art. And um, aren't you doing another? Oh, you're doing the SWAT officer, too. Yep. And then and, we have uh, Claudia, of course, uh, no, doing not Ellen. The guy anymore, oh, not the chief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I'm Ellen. Yes, Ellen, hi. and we've got yeah. And then now, come on, Jimmy, bring this stud in. Oh, the the man of the hour, everybody's buddy, the the, the wonderful and talented, the lovely, Sean Williams. <laughs> Good morning, or ah, see, <laughs> <laughs> I did the same shit. Good evening. <laughs> let's, let's let's do this. I'm uh, I get to be a cop, and I get to be uh. Clark Senior. Yes, right? you're a father. Yeah. You're a father well, this you know year. What, you know what kind of made me laugh? You know why you got the cop? Oh God. Uh oh. Here we go. Because a diehard. That's your biggest. The same guy. I've ever seen uh, you in. No, it's not the same guy. But yeah. But Roy did. Roy did the casting, you guys. So really, just kind of you know get off me right there. All right, we'll bring in. Uh, uh, let's bring in his better half, the lovely and talented Mrs. Robin Williams. Hello, Robin. Robin. Hello. 
Robin's coming in. She's going to be drunk, Francis. Oh, I get to be drunk? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Francis is a lush. She kind of burps and does the uh, and her hair's all jacked up. Don did it last year and had the hair all out. I can see you're all dressed, ready to rock. I, I did put on some like blue eyeshadow. I'm hoping you're that There you go. Feel, right bring the essence with you right there. All right. All right. Return it again. Our own Donna Main with Richard Weiss. Hello, everybody. Good to see you. Good to I see love you. that Donna and Richard are playing brother and sister. That just yeah. I like that. We've been waiting for this our oh, whole yeah. career. Our whole career. It's getting a little weird in here. I think there's. A... I, think, I think we're both teenagers. We're from the south, the deep we're south. From, <laughs> we're from the south. We actually can get along. Family reunions. We picked up people. If Donna, if Donna says you're you're like a brother to me, man, run. It's over. Uh, hey, there, our buddy Dave David Morrow in the chat room. Good, good, good morning. Good, hello. Just hello. I, I keep no. saying good morning. There's my mom, Michelle. It's an easy way my to sister. know that it's morning is that I'm upright. She's awake and right here. <laughs> so, yeah, that should tell me it's not morning time. All right, we're bringing in Roy. Ready? Here we go. Oh! Hi, everybody. <laughs> so now now, now here is our and, – and now i got to tell a story. Okay? Do it. Oh, no. <laughs> Just a small one because um, I was told when we – we we had a spot. Claudia said, "Wait, I've got somebody." And then I heard there was a little angst that I heard. Katie said, "Well, we're actors too. Why aren't we ever invited?" <laughs> I heard that. Yes, <laughs> we've heard about this program happening for like five years, and we wanted to do it so bad because it looks so much fun. Yay! Well, then, I, then I felt like a jerk because I told Claudia, <laughs> "I said, well, yeah, well, maybe if they listen to the show once in a while, we might let them in." Ooh. And Claudia says. Uh, they have listens. I went, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, that always backfires on Roy. He thinks he's got the best everybody and just whoop, whips back right yeah. over to I'm the nice guy. Roy's being the dick. Yeah, um, I've been and, I've been on the show before. I, I yes, know, you have. And that's when I started going. Ah, yeah, what a, what a jerk. All right. And um, coming back in here. Who do we have? Oh, we have we have Linda Holden playing uh, Bill and Aunt Bethany. I can't wait to hear her play Bill. Um, so um thanks linda for coming in all the way from another one up there in the high desert right now that's right high desert there and looky here and then we have and and you know what i wanted to say i want to say and kathy but we have kathy home in here today she's jumping in and she is going to play nora um and i don't know if you know this or not but kathy and linda love the theater oh do they they were just at seeing a play in, in last Saturday. Oh, okay. When I, when I hit them up and they're like, yeah, we're going, you should come. And they said it was a really good one. I don't know how good it could have been because I wasn't in it, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, the lovely and talented, keeping Roy on his feet. Where'd she go? She's oh, there right. she is. Dawn. And we have the lovely Dawn who's playing Catherine. She's playing my wife. What? So, so we got Robin as a drunk. Better than playing your sister. I don't know if I can play your sister. The way they're doing that, I don't know. I'd rather play your wife. (laughs) So we got Robin as a drunk. We got you as a wife. So we're just typecasting all the way through on this thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sort of. 
Sort of. Sort of. Except then, for uh, except for Don and Richard right there. Casting couch. <laughs> and, and Ari, we got to bring in Ari. Ari is going to be our man. She's stepping up big. Yep. Um, stepping so up big. Last year, so the problem here's the problem with the, when we do the show. All right, Jimmy does a ton of work for those that don't know. A ton of work on sounds and narration and all that, and it doesn't allow him sometimes to be able to play. Apart. He's right. He's so right. He's when we went right. to go do something, it's just too much to do. Too much. So we need to do something. He said, "Okay, now I want to do. I want to let's change it up. I want to do Clark." I'm like, "Awesome, let's go." He didn't um, say awesome. He said mm-hmm. he he said whatever. You know what I was saying? I was being a jack. But, I know. <laughs> so he wanted to come in. So we said we need someone to narrate. I'm like, Ari's the one. So yep. Ari's going to be doing narration, and I had her play the same part as last year because she like killed it as being the courier. Yes. It's an integral part of the movie. It is when he goes, Hey, man, don't ruin it. it. It's going to be crazy. Don't ruin it. No, Spoiler alert. Spoiler this. alert. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she's going to do narration and she's going to play that. And of course, Jimmy this year um, is now going to play Clark. Yay. So I, I am looking forward to the Clark rant. My favorite part of the whole thing that I did last year. I loved the rant. So I know you're going to have a good time. But look at all the people coming in. I love it. Oh, there's my mama. Look at that. Lindsay's in there. And then I will be playing Cousin Eddie. And um, oh, no, Clark is doing Uncle Lewis. I mean, Jimmy's doing Uncle Lewis also. Yeah, I got to do Uncle Lewis, too. And I will be doing um, um, Cousin Eddie Mm -hmm. and Mr. Shirley. Um, So we're we're good to go. Did we lose somebody on the screen? Mm -hmm. Who do we lose? We lost Kathy. All right. She'll pop in. She'll pop in. I hope. Because it'll be bad. <laughs> all of a sudden, we have a Brady Bunch thing going on. I go, no, we weren't quite that Brady Bunch yet. Uh-oh, we better hang out a minute. So, um, wow, look at all the people in here. So, we're going to say it now. We have, uh, you said Dennis. We got Dennis, Michelle, Donna, OG Donna, those who know that is, uh, Mama Shaw, uh, David Morrow, Lindsay Holden, Stacy Patty. There's Lindsay again. And, and, and. So, there we go. And, Auntie. Oh, that's what she said and for. So, we're waiting for Auntie to come back. Yes, we well, are. Was, I think she was calling me auntie. I'm her auntie. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, only yeah. one auntie. Oh, I see. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my line. <laughs> no, my line is, oh. Yes. <laughs> okay, so what is um, Kathy's role in case? Do you want me to be kind of on? Yeah, just be on lookout. Yeah, you cover her just in case. So who Kathy, is she? Do- Kathy is Nora. She's right. Nora. And uh, right. when she, yeah, sure. yes, she was Nora. She might have jumped and off that all the time. And Margo. And Margo. And Margo. Holy crap, now you're making me play three parts? No, nope, oh, there she is. Back. She's back. You're good. There she there is. There she is. Oh, look at Roberta's in I'm there. Sorry, I had Christmas. to leave. There's you're our good. gal. There's our gal, Roberta. Hang on. I got I to gotta do this for Roberta, you guys. Sorry. Yeah, Here we go. Roberta. Fuck, 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 fuck. There she is. <laughs> Family friendly. That's Roberta's theme song. In case anyone, yeah, in case anyone's wondering, <laughs> we keep that one for her. <laughs> well, uh... all right, guys, are you ready? Are oh, we ready? We've got somebody. What happened here? There we go. I was wondering who was echoing so bad because I was hearing it back in my head. It was me because YouTube's on over here and I was playing it myself. <laughs> oh right. Oh right. All right, right, clear your throats. Are we ready to do this? Everyone ready to rock or not? I think we are. Thanks, David. We're ready. 
Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, we present Christmas Vacation 2021. God, I hope I do good. <laughs> I just looked at my screen. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. Dude. Time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. Hear that sleigh. Santa's on his way. He'll kill parade for Christmas vacation. Snow-covered hills, firm stands of pine and hardwood barns and bridges into this timeless landscape roars a new aerodynamically styled road queen family taurus with simulated wood paneling hugging the road curves clark w griswold is driving his wife ellen is next to him his 14 year old daughter audrey and 12 year old son rusty are in the back seat ellen's looking out the window rusty and audrey are looking out their windows clark clears his throat and half closes his eyes he finishes with a deep majestic voice Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. That was beautiful. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Don, we now are gay apparel. Fa la 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 la. Take it, Russ. Fa la 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 can you explain again what we're doing? Sure, Russ. We're kicking off our fun old-fashioned family Christmas by heading out into the country into the old front-wheel drive sleigh to embrace the majesty of the winter landscape and select the most important of all Christmas symbols. We're not driving all the way here so you can get one of those stupid ties with the Santa Clauses on it, are we? No, I have one of those at home. What we're looking for today is the Griswold family Christmas tree. An old battered pickup truck pulls out on the road. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We, we wish, wish you a, Merry, you a Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas. The pickup truck pulls behind the Taurus. What's the matter? Ah, some jackass is riding my tail. Oh, well, slow down and just let him pass. The bent and rust-pitted front bumper of the pickup truck pulls up within inches of the rear bumper of the Taurus. Clark! Don't provoke him. Clark slows down and the pickup pulls around him. Hey kids, look, a deer. As the kids look, Clark flips the pickup the bird. Clark! Slow down! You want to ride behind somebody who does that? I'll pull around them and leave them behind us. Burn some dust here. Eat my rubber. Dad, I think what you mean is burn rubber and eat my dust. Whatever, Russ. Whatever. <laughs> the tourist pulls around the pickup and passes it. Eat my road grit, liver lips. A semi hauling a load of timber has pulled behind the pickup truck. Okay, that's enough of that. Speaking of trees, kids, can one of you tell me what the first displayed what the first tree displayed at the White House was? The pickup has pulled alongside Clark. Ellen and the kids notice Clark doesn't. Dad, they're back. Clark glances out his window. Clark, stop it. I don't want to spend the holidays dead. Honey, please. I'll do the driving, okay? Will you just take it easy, Ellen? I'm in complete control. I'll get around this egg timer. Clark returns his eyes to the road, hits his signal, and pulls out. Uh, Dad, Dad, 
Clark sees that he's pulling into the semi. His eyes pop and he shrieks. Thank God we're all right. Clark, we're stuck under a truck. The Taurus is trapped between the front and back wheels of the trailer running at high speed. Do you think I don't know that? Come on, guys. Don't fight. For Christ's sakes, I didn't do it on purpose. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And forgive my husband, he knows not what he does. Amen! Clark takes a deep breath, clutches the wheel tightly, and jerks it sharply to the right. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Whoops! Just ahead, a snowplow is pulled over on the shoulder. The Taurus hurtles off the road and disappears. After a long beat, the Taurus bursts out of a snowbank. The Taurus returns to the road, crossing the left lane, then the right, and flies off the road through the Christmas tree farm sign and sliding sideways into the parking lot. The family is frozen in horror. Clark puts the Taurus in park and turns off the engine, then looks at his watch. Hey, made pretty good time. We find Clark, Ellen, Audrey, and Rusty trudging through the forest, having a hard go of the deep snow and ice. Clark pays it no mind. Dad, did they invent tree lots so people would have to drive all the way out of nowhere and waste a whole Saturday? They made them because people forgot how to have an old-fashioned Christmas and are satisfied with scrawny, overpriced trees that have no special meaning. My toes are numb. That is what our forefathers did. I can't feel my leg. (laughs) They walked out into the woods, picked their tree, and cut it with their hands. Mom, I can't feel my hips. Yes, honey. Audrey's frozen from the waist down. That's all part of the experience, honey. Clark scans the forest. Something catches his eye. He spotted the special tree. There it is. The Griswold family tree. Isn't it a little big? It's not big. It's just full. Dad, that thing wouldn't fit in our yard. It's not going in our yard, Russ. It's going in our living room. Look at it. Oh, it really is beautiful, Clark. It's something else, huh, Russ? Yeah, Dad. Isn't it a beaut, Audrey? She'll see it later, hon. Her eyes are frozen. Most enduring traditions of the season are best enjoyed in the warm embrace of kith and kin. This tree is the symbol of the spirit of the Criswold family Christmas. Dad, did you bring a saw? I love the bong. (laughs) (laughs) A fine upper class dwelling. The lights are on, the Taurus is in the driveway, and the giant tree is on its root ball in the driveway. A couple in their mid-30s is getting out of their car in the house next door. They're handsome, successful, modern suburban professionals. They look towards Clark as Margot crosses around to Todd. Looks like the toad overestimated the height of the living room ceiling again. (laughs) The garage door raises. Clark steps out wearing a hockey mask and brandishing a chainsaw. Hey, Griswold, where'd you think you're going to put a tree that big? (laughs) Bend over and I'll show you. (laughs) You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. Irish. <laughs> Clark fires up the chainsaw. 
and cuts at the massive tree while Todd and Margo walk away in disgust. <laughs> in the Griswold's living room, the tree is standing. Clark had to trim both the top and bottom of the tree to get it to fit. It's still wrapped in twine. The family is standing in front of it. Clark, do you think there's enough room for the angel? Oh, sure, honey. I have a little more trimming to do, but that won't be a problem. Ready? I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Clark yanked on the twine. The branches are released and unfold into the living room. Unwrapped, the tree is enormous. The branches extend out. A branch crashed through the side window. Another branch crashed through the front window. There's a lot of sap in here. It looks great. A little full. A lot of sap. Clark and Ellen are in bed. Clark's tumbling through magazines with sap stuck to his fingers and hands. Did I, uh, really like talk to my mother? And? They've decided they're coming for Christmas, too. <laughs> you know, it's not too late to change our plans. No, no, no. That, that's great. That's great. You're forgetting how difficult it's going to, to be having everybody in the house. Honey, they're family. They're not strangers off the street. All they do is argue. Christmas is about resolving differences and seeing through the problems of family life. Well, yeah, and, and it's about my mother accusing your mother of buying cheap hot dogs and your mother accusing my mother of waxing her upper lip. Then they don't speak to each other. Your mother waxes her upper lip? <laughs> she has for years. Huh, doesn't show. I don't know, Sparky. I have a feeling... Ellen, Ellen. I want to have Christmas in our house. It means a lot to me. All of my life, I wanted to have a big family Christmas. I know. It's just that I know how you build things up in your mind, Sparky. You set standards that no family event can ever live up to. When have I ever done that? Parties, weddings, anniversaries. All right, good night, honey. Funerals, holidays. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Vacations, graduations. <laughs> Snow-covered downtown Chicago. Clark's office building. Clark and his coworker Bill are standing in the break room having coffee. You should be looking at a fat Christmas bonus this year, huh? Word is you're an excellent choice to be named Additive Designer of the Year. Nah, come on. I'm not kidding. What's that new thing you got down at Food and Drug? Oh, the Crunch Enhancer. Yeah, it's a non-nutritious, non-nutri... It's a cereal bar. <laughs> it's semi-imperial, not osmotic. It coats and seals the flakes, prevents the milk from... Wow, I really love that line. Penetrating it. Yeah, it's a beautiful product, even though you can't say it. <laughs> you know, I, I like it, yeah. The big question is... What will you do with that bonus? Gonna blow it on yourself, I hope. Me? Heck no. Take a look at this. Clark removes a worn color brochure from his jacket pocket and hands it to Bill. I hope my Christmas bonus check will cover it. Oh my God. You're putting in a pool. The sound of marching businessmen wingtips is heard in the hallway. I went ahead and I put $7,500 down on it. You're the last true family man. The marching wing tips round the corner. It's Clark and Bill's boss, Frank Shirley, and his assistants. 
Mr. Shirley is a stern, stone-faced, middle-aged man. They stop suddenly. Mark! Uh, Clark! Uh, that's Bill, sir. Uh, uh, were you working on that non nutri I can't say it either. Cereal <laughs> varnish? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I got a speech at a trade group. Uh, I'd like to mention it. Write a summary and have it to me by the end of the day. My pleasure. Layman's terms. None of that inside bullshit jargon nobody understands. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, Mr. Shirley, we, uh, we got your Christmas card the other day, and my family and I are very flattered that you remembered me. Mr. Shirley stares at Clark for a confused second, then looks at this assistant. We didn't put that. Did in we cast that? Carpet cards. No, we didn't. Carpet cards. Carpet cards. Oh. Uh, don't forget that report, Bill. Mr. Shirley and his assistants leave past Clark and Bill and head down the hallway. Yes, sir. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Christmas decorated department store. Clark is peering in the case of the lingerie section. Can I show you something? Clark looks up directly in line with the young woman's ample cleavage. He suddenly is uncomfortable and nervous as he rises to stand. Uh, uh, I was just uh, smelling, smiling. Uh, I was just browsing. For your wife or your girlfriend? What? What? what happened? What? I guess it wouldn't be—I guess it wouldn't be the Christmas shopping season if stores were any less hotter out there. It's warm in here. Well, you have your coat on. Yes. Oh, do I? <laughs> How did that happen? Because it's cold out. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it is. It, it's a bit nipply out. I mean, nippy out. What did I say? Nipple? There's a nip in the air, though. <laughs> Can I take something out for you? <laughs> I was just, I was just looking at something for my wife. God rest her soul. <laughs> oh my God! I'm so sorry. Oh no, 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 no! She's not dead. We're just divorced. She's history. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, she doesn't wear underwear. There are plenty of shopping days left until adultery, adulthood. Which is to say Christmas as in Yule. Yule log. Not a log. I don't have a log, but I mean, you know, if I had a log. Not in the same sense you think I said I did. Good golly. <sighs> Tis the season to be merry. <laughs> well, that's my name! No shit. <laughs> Rusty is searching for Clark in the department store and spots him at the lingerie counter and approaches him. So what do these do? Do they clip on here? Down there? Would you like this one? Sure. These are cut really high on the hip. Look, see, I'm wearing something similar. See, see, you can't even see the line. Huh, can't even see the line, huh, Russ? Nope. Shocked, Clark whips his head around, realizing Rusty witnessed his exchange with Mary. At the Griswold house, Ellen's in the kitchen filling out Christmas cards, Audrey's in her room wrapping presents, Rusty's watching TV, and Clark's in the bathroom trying on a Santa beard. Doorbell rings. Clark opens the door to see his parents. No Clark shit. Sr. and Nora and Ellen's parents, Art and Francis, have arrived. 
Folks, 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 Merry Christmas. Clark steps back as the grandparents rush in and engulf the family in hugs, kisses, and rapid-fire overlapping chatter. Hey, how you doing, son? Fine, I'm fine. There he is. Oh, my boy. Look how big you've gotten. Merry Christmas. Mom? Nora. Nora. Kathy. Unmute, Kathy. Oh, she's <laughs> muted. <laughs> I, oh, sweetheart. Oh, knock on the door. Lift up the ladder. Listen, doesn't Nora look old? <laughs> you promised. Of course I do. They took the pint fluid from that. Do you see this mole? Do you think it's changing color? No, you keep touching it, it gets redder. I got hemorrhoids. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh, mother. Isn't that terrible? You're not getting the dark, dark the large space. <laughs> After what you I'm doing the parking. Russ, wanna help? Mom, they're not sleeping in my room. I'm gonna go crazy, Mom. Oh, sweetheart, your grandma's got a real painful burr on my heel. If you rub it for me, I'll give you a cold quarter. <laughs> a quarter? <laughs> Nora! Nora! Kathy! A quarter! <laughs> I'll give you, Audrey, a quarter, too. <laughs> I'm going to put my car in the garage. He damaged my car. You believe that? I'll, I'll, I'll park the cars. They exit upstairs as fast as they arrive, leaving Clark and Ellen standing there shocked. <sighs> this is what Christmas is all about. I'll park the cars and check the luggage, and yeah, I'll be outside for the season. Outside, the garage door opens, and Clark comes out carrying a ladder and decorations. Rusty follows with a huge carton of lights and decorations. <laughs> Clark... <laughs> Clark leans the ladder against the wall and Rusty sets the carton down. We're going to have the best looking house in town. I've always wanted to do this. That's a lot of lights, Dad. I'm sure it's a lot of work too, but if I'm out in the cold and I'm committed to decorating this house, I'm going to do it right and I'm going to do it big. You want something that you can be proud of, don't you? Yeah, I guess so. Sure you do. You think you might be uh, overdoing it? Russ. When did I last overdo anything? Come on, unravel these. You have to check every bulb. <laughs> Clark gives a tug on the strand, pulling out a three-foot ball of tangled lights. Got a little knot here. You work on that. I'll get the other box. Todd and Marco's house, they step outside, noticing Clark on the ladder. I hope he falls and breaks his neck. I don't think we're lucky enough to have him break his neck. Let's go. <laughs> Clark's climbing the ladder against the house. As he gets to the top, he looks down and realizes how high he is when he, the ladder suddenly collapses. Clark rides it all the way down without getting hurt. 
He re- resets the ladder and continues hanging lights. In the family room, Clark Sr. and Art are snoring away in the recliners. Nora and Francis are watching the Christmas parade while making gingerbread houses. They keep turning oh, the volume up to cover wins. up the loud snoring. Havoc with that giant nutcracker float. At this point, I can't even see the nuts. They must have blown away. But nothing is going to dampen the spirit of this holiday crowd, I can tell you that. Oh, here they are. Here come the nuts. The left side of the Griswold house is partially decorated. Clark is 20 feet above, stringing lights under the eaves. He reaches over to a secure strand and accidentally staples his sleeve to the roof. Clark pulls on his stapled sleeve, trying to free it. He gives one last pull, and he and the ladder fall backwards. His back hits the tree. He thinks quick and kicks off with his leg, returning himself and ladder back to the roof. In the kitchen, Ellen and Audrey are making dinner. Would it be indecent to ask the grandparents to stay at a hotel? Audrey. Well, can we at least forbid them to answer the phone? Alex called this morning. Grandpa Clark told him I couldn't come to the phone because I was going to the bathroom. We're all making sacrifices, Audrey. And I think that next one's your line. Oh, everybody, do you sleep with your brother? Do you know how sick and twisted that is, Mom? Well, I'm sleeping with your father. (laughs) Don't be so dramatic. (laughs) I have nightmares about what he does in his bed when I'm not lying right next to him. Well, I don't know what to say except... It's Christmas and uh, we're all in misery. Well, I don't, I don't know what to say. Oh, I get to repeat that. I don't know what to say. I guess I say it twice because I don't know what to say, except it's Christmas and we are all in misery. (laughs) Ellen reaches above the refrigerator and grabs and lights a cigarette from her hiding spot. Ellen, are you smoking again? No. Outside, Rusty comes out of the garage carrying plastic reindeers. Ow! Hey, Dad, where, where do you want these reindeer? Just uh, put them down there, Russ. I, I, I can't find a Santa Claus. It's in the basement. Uh, we'll get it later. Rusty drops the reindeer on the lawn. As Clark continues crawling along the top of the roof, he loses his footing and slides down the roof face first. He grabs the rain gutter, gutter and jackknifes over the eave. <laughs> As he's dangling, he looks over and sees the ladder a few feet away. Just as he reaches for the ladder, the gutter tears away from the eave and shoots out a five-foot-long piece of ice. The ice sails into the window of Todd and Margot's living room, destroying their stereo. Ellen comes outside. Clark, dinner's ready. Okay, honey. I'm starving. Todd and Margot return home. Todd's kneeled down, picking up pieces of his stereo while Margot is standing at the broken window. Obviously, something had to break the window. Something had to hit the stereo. Margo. And, and why is the carpet all wet, Dot? Why is I the carpet know, Margo. wet? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> they stop, give each other a knowing look, then glance towards the Griswold house. 
Clark, Ellen, Audrey, Rusty, Clark Sr., Nora, Art, and Francis are standing on the front lawn. Clark's worn and tattered from his efforts, but his enthusiasm and, and excitement is unabated. He's holding two extension cords, ready to plug them in. You want to hurry this up? I'm freezing my baguettes off. <laughs> 250 strands of light, 100 individual bulbs per strand, for a grand total of 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Yay! Yay. Yay. 25,000. Oh my God. I hope nobody I know drives by and sees me standing in the yard staring at the house in my pajamas. They know your dad. They won't think anything of it. Fired up, man! I dedicate this house to the Griswold family Christmas. Aww. Aww. <laughs> drum roll, please. Drum, drum roll. Oh, uh. Joy to the world. Clark enthusiastically plugs the two chords together. <laughs> Nothing happens. Beautiful, Clark. Uh, talk about pissing your money away. I hope you kids see what a silly waste of resources this was. He worked really hard, Grandma. Oh, so do washing machines. Let's get in where it's warm. Oh, clock, baby. I can picture it in my mind, and it's breathtaking. Uh, thanks, Mom. It's probably a bad bulb, son. It's you breathtaking. Know. Picture it in my mind, and it's breathtaking. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's probably a bad bulb, son. You know, if one goes out, the whole thing doesn't work. Now, if I were you, I'd personally check each one. I did that, Dad. I, I can't. Now, look, if you need any help, give me a holler. I'll be upstairs asleep. Thanks. Sorry, Daddy. It looks good, even if they're not lit. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Well, that was a good try. Thanks, Russ. Hey, Russ. Yeah? We, we checked every bulb, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure of it. I thought so. Maybe we ought to go up there and just... Jeez, look at my, the time. I got to get to bed. I'll brush my teeth and I'll feed the hog, and I got to get some homework to do and fold the laundry and uh, wash the car. I, I got a couple of bills to pay. Clark, don't stay up too late. Everyone goes back in the house. Clark still stands and stares at the house in puzzlement. Upstairs hallway... Clark peeks out of his bedroom. He looks up and down the hallway, then sneaks out with a shopping bag full of presents. He reaches up to the fold downstairs, pulls the handle, and the stairs fly out and bang him on the forehead, knocking him to the ground. 
He gets up and sees no one heard him. He climbs the stairs, rubbing his head. It's a standard cluttered wood floor, unfinished attic. He steps carefully over and around the debris to the chimney and places his presence behind it. Francis comes out of the guest room and notices the attic, attic stairs are down. Where the hell is that cold coming from? Ooh, brr. Francis lifts the stairs and they lock in place. Hey! Hey! Hello! Art and Francis are bundled up and exiting the house unaware of Clark's pleas. I need to get a few more. Hey, bye, check. I will. N not a card? No. If they return it, it's a hassle. Russ! Help! In the driveway, the Taurus is running. Clark Sr., Nora, Audrey, and Rusty are seated inside. Art and Francis come out of the house. Ellen calls to them. Daddy, is Clark coming? How would I know? Is he in the house? If he isn't farting around with his lights, he must be inside. Oh, I'm sure he wants to come shopping and have lunch with us. He's got another car. He can drive. I have to eat so I can take my back pills. Clark works his way down the attic, heading for a small window at the other end and manages to open it. Ellen! Hey! Ellen! Clark is pressed up against the small, dirty attic window, a look of defeat and resignation on his face. Far below, the Taurus pulls away and heads down the street. He watches sadly and sighs as it disappears from sight. Clark starts rummaging through boxes looking for a coat. After numerous boxes, he comes across an old mink stole, a hat, and long pink ladies' gloves. Clark lifts the lid on another box to reveal yellow Kodak film boxes. He takes out several and puts one in the projector. He sits and smiles watching the old home Christmas movies. Christmas is the time of year For being with the ones we love Hours later, the Taurus pulls in the driveway. The grandparents are carefully walking on the slick pavement to the front door. Ellen sneaks up the stairs with her packages in her arms. She turns down the hallway, stopping at the attic stairs. She reaches up and turns the handle. Clark, the chair, the boxes, and the projector crash down to the floor. Outside that night, Clark plants a floodlight in front of the plastic Santa and reindeers. He feels a degree of satisfaction with the new decorations, even though the lights on the house are still not on. Ellen comes out the front door to talk to Clark. Sparky? Yes, honey? Are you out here for a reason, or are you just avoiding the family? Oh, no, I, I still got a couple hundred more bulbs to check. In the meantime, I can light the Santa, the reindeer, and the Merry Christmas sign. That should look good. All right, are you ready? You want me to do the drum roll thing? No, no, it's okay. All right, here goes nothing. Clark grimaces as he sticks the floodlights plug into the extension cord. Nothing happens. <sighs> I don't understand it. The house lights don't work. The floodlights won't work. Well, is it plugged in? Really? <laughs> honestly. I know how you. Long, how long have you known me? <laughs> Do you honestly think I would check thousands of lights went out if I wasn't sure the extension cords what, weren't plugged in? Well, you used more than one cord, didn't you? <sighs> Maybe the damn kid's been fooling around with it. I'm going to go check in the back. 
Clark goes to the back of the house to inspect a surge protector full of cords. At the same time, Nora steps into the garage. Next door, Todd and Margo are sitting on their bed in the dark. They clink champagne glasses and kiss. The moment their lips touch, Nora turns on the light switch in the garage. Their room is flooded with light. On the front lawn of the Griswold house, Ellen's jaw drops in awe as the entire front of the house is illuminated with Christmas lights. Clark! That was loud. Sorry. <laughs> Todd, what's that light? Clark! Honey, I think I know what's wrong. Todd, what's that light? Oh. <laughs> In the garage, Nora heads to the door and turns off the lights. I, I, I can't see. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, my God. The Griswold house goes dark again. Ellen heads through the house to the garage as Clark rounds the side of the house back to the front lawn. All right, this ought to do it. Clark grabs the extension cords again and plugs them in. Ellen hits the light switch. The lights go back on. Ellen, I fixed it. Everybody, come out quick. Look at the lights. Todd and Margo are hopping around their bedroom, holding banged shins. The wine bottles fall into the floor, along with flowers, a vase, and water. It's a terrible mess made all the worse by screaming and the blinding light flooding into the room. Get a towel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Ellen, still puzzled, inspects the plugs. Inside, Art, Clark Sr., Nora, and Francis make their way to the foyer. Ellen sees nothing wrong. She heads back to the door and flips the switch off. The blinding light goes off in Todd and Margot's room. Margot rams into an armoire, and Todd takes a header down the stairs. The grandparents come out onto the porch. Wait. I don't believe this. What's all the yelling about? Back on the Griswold's front lawn, the Christmas lights are off again. Bewildered, Clark wiggles the cords furiously. Ellen heads back into the house. She stops as something occurs to her. She thinks for a moment. Audrey and Rusty have joined their grandparents on the front porch. What? But what's going on here? 25,000 twinkle lights. Nora, Nora, Kathy. I okay. I can't hear the, all the the people saying. What's he doing, Clark? Clark Senior. Sean, you're muted. What's he doing, Clark? Sean, you're muted. I have him the foggiest. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> What's he doing, Clark? I haven't the foggiest. What again? <laughs> Clark's twisting, shaking, shaking, whipping the cords and cursing. And he throws the cords down. What? What the hell? What is wrong with this thing? What the hell, son of a bitch? What the fuck? God damn it, son! You goddamn light! In his rage, Clark socks the Santa, kicks the reindeer in the sign. The family stands on the porch, disturbed by Clark's behavior. Ellen turns out of the kitchen and back to the garage. On the front lawn, Clark rips the cords from the junction, spreads his arms wide, and with a great dramatic gesture, rams them back together. Ah, Go, 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 do it! At that exact moment, Ellen bursts into the garage and flips the light switch. Hallelujah! 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 
The lights are back on next door. Todd holds his concussed head in his hands while Margot sobs on the floor covered in wine, flowers, and broken glass. At the Griswold house, the lights are back on for good. The family comes down off the porch and onto the lawn, admiring the lights. Diet, it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my carpet. Oh, my carpet. My carpet. Oh, my carpet. Clark, it's so lovely. It's so lovely. Mom, you deserve a home like this to spend Christmas in. It's a beaut, Clark. It's a beaut. Dad, dad, dad. You taught me everything I know about exterior illumination. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Russ, Audrey, dear, dear Francis, I hope this adds to your enjoyment of the holidays. It's just wonderful. Yeah. Arthur. Art. Dad. <laughs> Thanks for being here. The little lights are not twinkling. I know. Art. Yeah. Thanks for fucking noticing. <laughs> <laughs> the house sure looks good. It looks swell, Clark. Thanks, Eddie. I hope it enhances your holiday spirit, dear Catherine. Oh, the house is just gorgeous, Clark. Eddie? I hope you didn't do this all on our account, Clark. Kids, come on out here and see what Uncle Clark's done to the house. Eddie? Eddie? The biggest, rustiest, filthiest, ugliest, run-down RV is backed into the driveway. The door opens and two little kids, a boy and girl, followed by a mixed-breed hound, jump out. (laughs) As the kids and dog run across the lawn, Clark is still stunned. He looks at Ellen, who is equally stunned. Yeah, if you don't remember, this here is Rocky. You got a kiss for me? Oh, God, so better creepy. take a rain so creepy. on that. <laughs> he, he's got a lip fungus they ain't identified yet. You remember Ruby Sue? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Her eyes aren't crossed anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, that's something, ain't it? She falls in a well, eyes goes crossed, she gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. I, I don't know. I, I think here's our pride and joy, Snots. Pretty name, Ed. We named him that because he's got this sinus condition. Snots, roll over and let your Uncle Clark scratch your belly. You ain't never seen a set on a dog like that. This one's got there, Clark. Oh, Ed. Uh, that's okay, Eddie. That's something, ain't it? You pet him? And he'll love you till it's the day you die. I really shouldn't. My hands are my hands are all chapped. We were gonna call, but hey, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> all together now. <laughs> we were gonna call. Both of us were gonna call, but Eddie wanted to make it a surprise. Yeah, we got T-Mobile. Wouldn't go through. Yeah, you surprised? <laughs> surprised, Eddie? If I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised. That's a lot of repeating in there. I'm just gonna. Again. I'm just gonna stop at the one. Well, we have uh, plenty of room. We have plenty of towels. We have, uh, yeah, plenty of everything. Well, we're we're pretty well set up in the RV. It's a little tight, but uh, we didn't come to impose. No, 
There's plenty of room. Quit being so damn polite, Ed. Well, uh, oh, uh, Catherine and I, well, we're pretty comfy in there, you know. Uh, but maybe you wouldn't mind if the youngsters shacking up with you. After that long drive, we'd like, like a little private time together. <laughs> why, why don't you get the kids things? And don't forget the rubber sheets and the gerbils. <laughs> Come on. I want to show you the home, if you know what I mean. Um, Adam, Audrey, baby. Uh, Audrey, will you help me get some hot chocolate? It's it's cold. <laughs> Everyone heads into the house. Clark is left alone with Snots just staring at him. A little while later, Clark and Eddie are standing at the tree sipping eggnog. Eddie's wearing a sheer white v-neck sweater with an obvious black turtleneck dickie. Ill-fitting green slacks and white patent leather loafers. Hot. Yeah, that's a uh, honey of a tree there, Clark. Is it real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I dug it out of the ground myself. <laughs> that a fact. Snots begins lapping up water from the, from out of the tree stand. Hey, hey, get out of there. Snots, yo. Yeah, don't worry about it, Clark. Little tree water ain't gonna hurt him. See the set on him like that? Before we left. Drink a half quart of pencil, a boy. When he lifted his leg the next morning, <laughs> boy. Well, if he drinks the water, the tree's gonna dry up. Come on, ah, come snots. on, out of there. Snots. Out, out, out. Get out of there. Get in the kitchen now. Get in the kitchen and and, and get you something to eat. Go on. He's cute, ain't he? Problem is, he's a bit of Mississippi leg hound in him. The mood catches him just right. He'll grab your leg and just go to town. Don't want him around wearing short pants, if you know what I mean. I want. A word of warning, though. If he lays into you, it's best just to let him finish up. <laughs> I, I can't believe you're actually standing here in my living room, Eddie. Never thought the day would come. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm excited about it, too. It's crying shame the older kids couldn't make it. Eddie touches a Christmas decoration and it falls to pieces. I'll get that. Don't worry about it. Let me get it. Yeah, I got the, the daughter in the clinic getting cured up, you know, the wild turkey. And the older boy, bless his soul, preparing for his career. Of college? Nah, carnival. Well, you got to be proud. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Last season, he was a pixie dust spreader on tilt the world. He thinks maybe this year he'll be guessing people's weight or, you know, barking for the yak woman. You, you, you ever see her? <laughs> no. Yeah, she's got those big horns growing right out above her ears. Yeah, she's ugly as sin, but uh, sweet gal. Oh, oh, one hell of a cook. <sighs> Can I refill your eggnog? Get you something neat? Drive you out to nowhere and leave you out for dinner? No, 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 Clark. I'm doing just fine. Just Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. So when did you get the tenement on wheels out there? Oh, that there? Yeah, that there's an RV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I borrowed it off a buddy of mine. He took my house. Bob took his RV. Good looking vehicle, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks so nice parked in my driveway, asshole. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. But don't you go falling in love with it now, because we're taking it with us when we leave here next month. <laughs> The next day, in a vast office with an enormous desk, Mr. Shirley is seated behind it, having a conversation over the speakerphone. 
Well, uh, get Ed Leftick up here to look over these uh, figures. Uh, retooling? That's a great excuse. Retooling? I'll retool you! Uh, Mr. Shirley? Uh, Merry Christmas. Ah, uh, who's that? Uh, it, it's me, uh, Clark Griswold. Sorry, he had an Eddie quote there a little bit. <laughs> uh, what do you want? Uh, well, my wife and I uh, came up with a, a little something special. Uh, it's a gift. Uh, put it over there with all the others, Greaseball. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, um, I, I hope my re- my report helped out at the, at the trade show. Yeah, I'm sure it did, Greaseball. Now, if you'll excuse me, I, I'm in the middle of an important call. Mr. Shirley picks up the receiver. Clark turns to put the gift on a sideboard and sees it's jammed with about 50 other gifts that look exactly like his. Uh, get me somebody and, uh, get me somebody while I wait. Clark, Eddie, and their kids are at the top of a suburban park sledding hill. They each have a saucer sled. Clark's on one knee with his saucer upside down on the snow, shaking a spray can. This is a new silicone-based kitchen lubricant my company's working on. It creates a surface 500 times more slippery than any cooking oil. We're going to fly down the hill with this stuff. Has anybody ever used it on a sled? Not that I know of, Russ. Well, uh, don't go putting any of that nothing of that stuff on my sled, Clark. You know that metal plate in my head. Oh, boy. How could I forget? I have to have it replaced because every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I pissed my pants and forgot who I was for half an hour or so. Over at the VA, they replaced it with a plastic one. I ain't been so strong, so... I don't know if I ought to go down a hill with nothing between the ground and my brain but a piece of government plastic. You really think that matters, Eddie? The plate runs underneath my part line here. Here, here it is over. You know, nothing here, but this side gets dented, then my hair just ain't going to look quite right. (laughs) Yeah, I know the feeling. I better try this first, see how it works. You be careful there. There's nothing to worry about. Going for a new amateur recreational saucer sled land speed record. Clark W. Griswold Jr. Remember, don't try this at home, kids. I am a professional. Later, dudes. Let her rip. I'm, st- <laughs> I'm stopping there. I like later, dudes. Sorry. <laughs> no hanging ten for Jim. <laughs> Clark rocks himself back, holds a split second, and pushes off the peak of the hill. Looking straight down the hill, Clark's sled streaks down it, across the flat and into the dark beyond. One moment he's on top of the hill, the next he's gone. Flying and spinning out of control, Clark blows through snowbanks and sheds, narrowly missing trees and people. Oh shit! Oh! Hey! 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 Ah! This is great! It's great! It's great! I'm dead! No! No! Hey! Oh! Ah! Whoa! Look out! Clark flies out of the park and onto the road, swerving and avoiding being struck by oncoming traffic. He miraculously makes it across the road, skidding into a Walmart parking lot. Sparks fly as he strikes dry pavement. Clark is headed straight for a toy collection box at the end of the parking lot. Bingo. The next day, Clark sits behind his desk in his office, staring out the window. Clark, you staying late? 
Oh, hi, Bill. Clark, you staying late? Yeah, just finishing up a few things. Last day of the year for me. Well, have a really Merry Christmas. You too, Bill. Are you okay? Yeah. Hey, Bill, did you get your bonus yet? I just talked to my son. Company messenger brought something to the house. I guess that's it. Nothing like waiting till the last minute, huh? Did you get yours, Clark? No. If it isn't at the house, I'm sure it's on its way. Uh, if I don't get that bonus, I'm up in it to here. Don't sweat it. It'll come. Merry Christmas. Same to you, Bill. Yeah! Intermission! Yay! Good job, go. Good job, guys. <laughs> Roy's we, having we a stroke. Had, we had, we had, so we had Kevin come in, Evan come in, um, Donna again, Chrissy came in from Vegas. Um, all the people listening out there, you guys are killing it, man. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, big time. Oh, here it is. I got a little aroused when Mary was reading. I got to tell you, Don, watch out later. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, you got it. You got it. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like how, uh, how, how Todd is a drunk Irishman, and then, and then, and then Margot comes in and she's like a little snooty. I, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't realize they were Irish yuppies. He, he sounds, he, he sounds like Scotty on Star Trek. I can't push it no more. <laughs> All right, Russ, we take Russ took my Ruby Sue accent. What's yes, going he... on with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take about a ten minute break, a little intermission, everyone. Uh, walk around, grab something to drink, and uh, drinks, whatever you got to do. Take yeah, a week, I don't care. Yeah, we're gonna come back, take that break, and where, where is that little screen? Here we go. All right, guys. Take five, uh, take ten. We're coming right back. We'll see y'all a little bit, guys. We'll see you. Awesome. Welcome back, second half. They can't. There's Michael and Claudia, but we can't hear them. <laughs> They're muted. They're waving at you. Here's everyone back. <laughs> hey, somebody, look at the little one. Hello. Look at her. Look at Sean needs a kidney.com. Look at that. Look at look at that Richard Weiss. I just I just impromptu wanted to make her do this. It's going to be so great. Michael was saying lines too. Hey. Okay. Everybody was saying lines. <laughs> she was watching it from the bedroom. Oh, oh we have we have a new listener. Great well, shirt, Richard. Yes, nice shirt there, Richard. You're muted. We can't hear you, but I'm sure Sean would love it if he was here. Well, you know, we, we all miss Sean. <laughs> You're muted, Richard. There he is. I'm a. You muted yourself again. There he goes. <laughs> Sean needs a kidney. Okay, I'm muted. There you go. We can hear you now. Oh, you can we, hear me? I wasn't even talking. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully people will take notice. Go to uh, SeanNeedsAKidney.com. Yes, please. Oh, 
Please, please, please. Katie, who do you have hanging out with you? This is my daughter, Reagan Mancha, and she's going to read for Ruby Sue for y'all. Oh, perfect. Oh, awesome. Perfect. <laughs> Hi, Reagan. How are you? This just happened three seconds ago, so we'll see how it goes. Look at that. that that's that, that's, that's a that, whole damn place. Yeah, that see, that, that's a that's a pro move so, right oh, there. great. I have to be a little girl. Wait a minute. I got a little girl. I got one of them. All right, we got to clean it up. We got yeah. a minor in the room. Yeah, Clark. She's, oh, yeah, she's good. Trust though. me, she's, she's heard it all. I think she'd be fine. <laughs> Thanks, Claudia. <laughs> We've been at those badge parties. Come I know. Gonna, uh, hey, Roy. We're not going to judge parenting here. Roy, g- uh, give us. Right, good, good. No CPS involved. Give some. Uh, Roy, give give some shout outs, Roy, in the chat room. Oh, there she comes. Roy, give some shout outs in the chat room. My window is super small with everybody on here, so I can't see those. Yes. Roy. Jimmy, go ahead and add her. I think we both added the same time and took her out. Okay, there we go. You have uh, Kevin. Hey, Roy. Give, Kevin. Give, give some shout outs so, on I'm the sorry, chat. I'm sorry, Katie. What's your daughter's name again? Reagan. Reagan. Hey, Picture everyone that doesn't know, Reagan's doing Ruby Sue now. Hi, Reagan. <laughs> it's right. nice to have a kid doing a kid. Look at that. Right? Well, you know, people don't do kids very well. Well, we can't dismiss. Yeah, I couldn't the, quite get it. Well, no, I could get it, but I was like, oh, I'll let her try it. Well, Why you, not? We don't. We we don't have. That's what Christmas is no, all about. <laughs> Roy, you are a kid. I know. That's what I meant. I don't oh, please. Mean voice wise. <laughs> please. There was we're talking. We're voice. talking voice, not action. Hello. Oh, I was oh, hello. Oh. <laughs> I'm the wife. I can say that. There we go. Uh, hey, Roy. And there went the PG out the window. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Uh, before we do the second half, give a shout out in, in the chat. There, my my window's super small with everyone here, so I can't see. Okay. Um, shout out in the chat. We've got uh, Chrissy Allenton Kroll jumped in from Vegas. Hey, Chrissy. Uh, she just had a birthday too, a few days ago. Yep. Uh, OG Donna, Mark Palin, uh, Evan, Mark. you know, Evan, I like to give Evan a ton of shit, but you know, I love Evan, uh, Kevin, David Lesher, Kevin Kasaki. And of course we got, um, already got Lindsay and, and to share with you. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you can see it on my side, Lindsay Holden, who is niece actually shared our, shared our, uh, our um play in her story oh nice so it was kind of cool she goes uh when i and put like made a cool little story out of it so but anyway, excellent check that out cool. um everyone tune in we're having a good time with this but um we have a lot of listeners going on a lot of people listening so i'm trying to look at the chat as it comes in so if i miss you i'm sorry but i jimmy's got so much stuff going on that i'm trying to keep up on it so should we do like the show if someone jumps in i'll just break in in the middle of, hey how's it going <laughs> no, <laughs> that's how that's how we do on the radio show, right? Yeah, that, that is how we. Yeah, it's a little different. Sure, sure. I'll just do, you want to see someone pop in, like in the middle of a line? Let's say, mm-hmm. let's say Ellen's reading, and I'm like right in the middle of it. I go, "Hey, Chrissy, what's up?" How about we get right before the end? We do a quick round of celebrity birthdays. Oh, go to hell. Yeah, no, that's, that's not. We'll put Traffic on the 15. You know, if we need Here's to, story. if we need to. Lindsay's story was cool. She did a screenshot of everybody and circled and. Oh, that's awesome. Everybody on Instagram. It was pretty cool. Thank you, Lenny. Awesome. Well, you know, if we need to stretch the show another half hour, we can throw in celebrity birthdays at the end with uh, Donna and Sean and Roy. (laughs) Don, no, no, let's not do that. Let's not say we did. I'll take Sean on right now. Sean will get naked during that thing. I'm sorry, Reagan. You have to leave that. (laughs) Does she look forward? (laughs) You need to take your shirt off, Sean? 
Of course, man. If we do the birthday game, I got to. I'm ready to go. <laughs> right, right, Reagan looks like you're barely keeping her. Are you like paying her to be here? Because it looks like you're torturing her. Only in cookies. Not Only in cookies. cookies. <laughs> uh, Claudia is the, control him. Is the Santa the, wants you to do this, Reagan. Is the, <laughs> is the sound working for you, Claudia? We have the sound effects now. We we good? Yes, yes. I, I'm okay. excited they're all working. Me so too. Great. Shout out to Jimmy on that, man. That's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. They're working work. really good, Jimmy. Thanks. I, yeah, I felt really bad for the for him last year. Oh man. I know, right? So bad. <laughs> So it did bad. five minutes after we were done. Yeah, I figured out what the problem was. I'm like, ah, oh, can we just redo that? Come on, let's do it. Yeah, everybody, back yeah. to one. Back to one, we, everybody. We would have. Jimmy, we would have. <laughs> and, and I'll give this one. I know everybody here is doing parts and stuff, but allowing Jimmy to do that and play a part, um, Ari, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah you did a great job, cool. and it's cool You're to be able to have him more involved. Ari. And I know, I know that's kind of, it sounds stupid in what we do, but it's a lot of pressure. It's really not, but I know you were a little... But you're you're killing it, and it's cool. You did a great job. Jimmy, Thank right, you. have Jimmy more involved by your taking that load. That's cool. Hey, Thank so you. I think I I have to say this. Isn't it like kind of ironic that now not only Sean took my parts, but now my own husband took right. my parts. Just just hijacked your shit. What the hell? Say what? I, off. I said I was sorry. No, I said I was sorry. Your narration <laughs> skills are are really good. I didn't expect you to be so. I said I was so sorry. Good, hooked really on phonics yeah. work for me. <laughs> what are you saying, Sean? You didn't think she was smart enough to do it? Is that what you? No, said? I just thought she'd have an accent, but she doesn't. No, Robin's killing it. I love it. Do you want me to do an accent, Sean? No, no, no. no, no. no she was gonna. She was actually gonna yeah, do. I'm having a lot of uh, slow uploading issues, so I. Everybody's talking. It kind of like wah wah wah, like Charlie Brown, and I well, can't a, always hear. I'm just yeah, you should, you should probably turn off speech. your camera. If you turn so, off your cam, if you turn off your camera, then at least your um, it, it may help your internet because it's not going to broadcast the video. So try turning off your camera okay. and speaking with the parts there. So just just stop the camera and just use the audio. Okay. All right, IT guy. Uh, and, there right. We, and there we have it from our IT wow. guy, Sean. That's, <laughs> this man handled that shit. Or maybe uh -oh. not, or maybe that's oh, sorry, Reagan. Like. That's not working. <laughs> well, you didn't give it a chance. You gave it three seconds. You got to turn it off for more than three seconds. Okay. You can't. Hey, hey, Jimmy, who was trying to enter the studio, I wonder? Was did somebody trying? Yeah, I did. I, I saw a notification there. Yeah. I wonder who that was. It was probably Kathy going in and out. Oh, okay. Give it a second, Roy. Jesus. It's well, going to space. All right. It said there were 10 people in already and someone else is getting in. I thought okay, someone uh, hijack our stuff. Let's have a Kathy. You're off. You're off camera. Can we hear you? Can you hear us? <laughs> I thought you could see my name. I just wanted to see if I could see how I look. I can hear you, but it still is kind of. Uh, delayed, like it's trying to upload. <laughs> my internet connection. Is All right, you're good. Well, you're. I have are, internet, you, are you still using AOL? Is this? Is this? Is, <laughs> you need to connect again. You know what? She's playing Aunt Bethany, and that's I'm, coming up, so it's going to be perfect. No, Linda's doing Aunt Bethany. Oh, okay. Oh, well, good. Hey, yeah, I'm not doing it. All right. We're going we're gonna to do it in the middle. Mark Maples, Merry Christmas. He jumped in there. We hey, Mark. It, so I threw it out. Hey, Mark. All right, guys, we ready for the, the second half of Christmas vacation. We're ready to go. All righty. You know anything I'm going to do? Claudia, I saw that. I think I'm going to bring us in with yep, the song cheers. again. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Woo! Merry Christmas. All right, part two. 
Roy and Jimmy presents Christmas Vacation. Later that night at the Griswolds, the lights are off except for a single light in the kitchen. It's late. Clark's in a red bathrobe standing looking out the window to the backyard. He's lost in troubled thought when he drifts into a daydream. It's a sunny day. The pool is in and the kids are playing in the water. The rest of the family lounge poolside. Clark has a happy, dreamy smile on his face as he slips deeper into his fantasy. Cousin Eddie is waving and bouncing on the diving board. Clark quickly shakes that vision out of his mind. Now, the woman from the department store is in a red bathing suit, bouncing on the diving board. Mary plays to Clark in the kitchen, waving for him to come out. Clark shakes his head no. Mary pleads with him him again and again. He begs off, begs off. Mary reaches around her back and unfastens her top. Clark presses his face to the cold glass. She kicks off her bathing suit. Clark's face is severely pressed to the window. The red bathing suit hits the window. Just then, Ruby Sue appears in the doorway in her pajamas. She squints and sees Clark standing pressed to the window. Mary surfaces and swims to the ladder. Clark is straining for a better view. Mary, naked, begins to rise from the water and... Santa Claus! (laughs) Clark is startled and spins around towards Ruby Sue. Uncle Clark, are you Santa Claus? What? No, no, no. You scared me. No, I'm not Santa Claus. I wish I was. What are you doing up, sweetheart? Rocky bit my thumb. What? Tim's nervous because Christmas is almost here. Nervous or excited? Pooping bricks. (laughs) Atta girl. You you really shouldn't use that word. (laughs) Sorry. Pooping rocks. I see. Good, good, good. Tim's nervous because he don't know if he's getting nothing. I don't think he should be nervous. And you shouldn't be either. Because because if you're good, Santa knows it. If you believe in him, and you believe in your mom, and you believe in your uh, dad, and if you've been good all year round, Santa's going to bring you something. Sometimes I think all that Santa poop is just if he was so real, how come we didn't get squat last year? We didn't do nothing wrong, and we still got the shaft. Well, <laughs> I love her. She's doing great. I know, right? <laughs> He's killing us all. Well, I, I happen to know for a fact that Santa Claus is real. And in the next couple of days, somehow, I'm going to prove it to you. You know, every year he comes to our house, I've seen him. That's true. Cross my heart. So, uh... It's good you came to stay with us. I love it here. And you don't got to put your coat on to go to the bathroom. And your house is always parked in the same place. (laughs) I think you better go back to bed now. Okay, how come you ain't sleeping? Oh, I was just looking for something. You didn't happen to notice if a man came here and delivered a letter today, did you? You you didn't notice? I just said that. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) How come? Oh, just wondering. Now, now get back to bed. Come on. Uncle Clark, are you sure you ain't Santa Claus? I'm sure. I can't even afford to be an elf. <laughs> yes! Great job, Good Reagan! Good job, Reagan! Yay! Wow, she's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to read my lines anymore. We're done. <laughs>
Clark heads to the dining room. Rusty, Audrey, Francis, Nora, Clark Sr., Art, Ruby Sue, Catherine, and Rocky are at the dining table. The dining room resembles a mess hall. Art and Clark Sr. are arguing. Two containers of K-rations. Two containers of K-rations. Then I had spam until it was coming out of my ears. Oh, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Clark observes the chaos in the dining room for a moment before deciding to head to the living room. He's staring at the window when Ellen walks in. Aren't you having breakfast? (sighs) I'm not in the mood. What are you looking at? Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. (laughs) Ellen pulls the curtain aside and looks out to find Eddie, unshaven, in his bathrobe, black socks, brown loafers, trapper hat, and a cigar, is watching over a plastic hose that runs from the RV across the lawn to the curb and the sewer. The Santa, the busted reindeer, and assorted trash bags are piled up on the curb. Eddie takes a draw of his cigar and looks to the window. He smiles and waves. Shitter was full! Hey, hey honey, have you checked our shitters? Clark, please. He doesn't know any better. It's illegal. It's a sewer. If it fills with gas, I pity the fool who lights a match near it. Continuing to smoke his cigar, Eddie kicks the hose to keep it flowing. Todd comes out his front door for a morning jog. Todd notices a strange odor and looks to Clark's house. Eddie waves. Merry Christmas! Shitter was full! <laughs> Back in the house, Clark and Ellen sit in the living room. Um, I have a suspicion that uh, Catherine and Eddie don't have presents for their kids. Rocky said something about Eddie telling him Santa wasn't coming this year. Yeah, Ruby Sue said something like that last night. How can they have nothing for their kids? Well, he's been out of work for seven years. In seven years, he couldn't find a job? Well, Catherine says he's been holding out for a management position. (laughs) That's a great line. (laughs) (laughs) The local Walmart is jammed with holiday shoppers. Eddie and Clark are strolling down an aisle. Eddie fills the shopping cart with 50-pound sacks of dog chow. So, uh, how's the live bait business, Eddie? Yeah, I'm gonna let you know that was old Roy dog food. Well, you know, I can't complain. How you doing? Not good, actually. Your company kill off them people over in India not long ago? No, we missed out on that one. You're pretty set so far as shopping goes, right? Well, I, I can't lie to you, Clark. Truth is, things ain't going too good at all. You know, I told you I borrowed an RV from my neighbor. Nope, it's mine. We live in it. I had to sell it off the house, the barn, the 10 acres. All I kept was a 50-foot plot, the pigs and the worm farm. If only I had back the money that me and Catherine sent that TV preacher that was screwing the hockey players. What what about the kids? His kids can fend themselves. No, dumbass, your kids. <laughs> oh, well, well, the bitch of it is, see, I don't know what to do. We 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 coasted in town in fumes and the gas and the gas buddy give out in, in Gurney. Alright, listen up, Eddie. Ellen and I want to give you Ellen and I <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Ellen and I sure? would Want to help you give the kids a nice Christmas. Uh, cl- 
Clark, Clark, Clark. You know, you know, I, I, I couldn't do that. No, 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 no. We insist. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, Clark, Clark. I, I you know, I, I, I'm not one for charity now. Oh, I know that, Eddie. This isn't charity. It's family. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Ah, uh, come on. If you don't tell me what they want, I'll go out and get it on my own. Oh, boy, this is a surprise, Clark. This is just a real nice surprise. <laughs> Here's a little list, alphabetical, starting with Catherine. And if it wouldn't be too much, I'd like to get something for you, Clark, something real nice. <laughs> Eddie turned into Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I said, Clark. I said, come here, Clark. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, what was that thing? Never mind. Go. I'm a chicken hawk and you're a chicken. Chicken hawk. That was what a word I was looking for. I'm sorry. Two drinks in. I forgot. Freaking chicken hawk. Go. That evening. That's what best friends are for. That evening, Clark and Rusty are helping an elderly woman and Bethany and oh, an elderly God. man, Uncle Lewis, into the house. Uncle Lewis is in his eight, is in his, He's in his 8080s. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Cranky, stooped, dressed in a tweed suit and smoking a cigar. Aunt Bethany, also in her late 80s, is four and a half feet tall, wearing a well-worn mink stole, a polyester pantsuit, and decorated hat. She's taking two-inch steps clinging to Clark. Rusty follows behind with their gifts. Is is your house on fire, Clark? No, Bethany. Those are the Christmas lights. Don't don't throw me down, Clark. I'll try not to, Aunt Bethany. Is is this the airport, Clark? We're here. Hey, Grizz. Me and Bethany figured out the perfect gift for you. Oh, Uncle Lewis. You didn't have to buy me anything. Damn it, Bethany. He guessed it. Oh, that was fun. I love riding in cars. When did you move to Florida? Ellen, are you still dating Clark? Oh, Aunt Bethany, you know you shouldn't have done that. Oh, dear. Did I break wind? Jesus, did the room clear out, Bethany? Hell no, she means presents. You shouldn't have bought presents. It isn't every day somebody moves into a new house. They didn't move into a new house. Mmm. Mom. Mom. <laughs> In the living room, Russ. Rusty takes the presents into the living room. This house is bigger than your old one. Is, is Rusty still in the Navy? Uh, Aunt Bethany, why don't you go with uh, Francis and Catherine into the living room and, and say hello to everyone? Hello, everybody? Well, uh, just in the living room. I, I should say it? You should say it. <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Rusty returns with one of the presents. Mom. What? This box is... Let me see it. <laughs> she wrapped up her damn cat. Uh, well, take it in the kitchen and open it up. Uh, then we'll have a cat running around. 
Well, you can't leave it in the box. Why would somebody wrap up a cat in a box? <laughs> Sling blade. She gets, she just I made some French confused. fried potatoes. <laughs> she just gets confused, Rusty. She and Uncle Lewis don't have much money, so she takes things from around the house and gives them as presents. Great. We can't wait to see what I got. And he returns with another box. I say, I say, I say, this one here is a leaking. <laughs> Ellen sticks her finger in it. Her finger is covered in green slime. Eddie licks her finger. I, I, I say it's lime. <laughs> That's her jello mold. I'll take it. Why don't you go back in the living room and enjoy yourself? Russ? Come on, boy. Let, let's go find your sister. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to know what for. <laughs> the entire family gathers around the dining room table. In the center is a magnificent 20-pound turkey, perfectly prepared and perfectly presented. Clark looks up from the turkey with delight. Before we begin, since this is Aunt Bethany's 80th Christmas, I think she should lead us in the saying of grace. Great. Uh, what? What, dear? Grace! 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 She passed away 30 years ago. They want you to say grace. Oh, no. No, no, no. The blessing. <laughs> Everyone bows their head for the prayer. <laughs> uh, I pledge allegiance. To the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. Eddie stands with his hand over his heart. Confused, everyone else joins in. One nation, under God, indivisible, liberty and justice for all. Amen. Amen. Liberty and justice for all. Amen. Amen. Catherine, if this turkey tastes half as good as it looks, I think we're all in for a very big treat. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you save the neck for me, Clark. Okay, Andy. Clark puts the gleaming knife to the turkey. He punctures the hind end. A gush of gas escapes. The, since the skin separates like hard brown like petals, more. opening in time lapse. <laughs> exposing the breast meat. After a long pause, the meat falls from the bones in dry, dusty threads. Look at that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why, why are you crying? I told you we put it in too early. Oh, oh it's just a little dry. It's fine. Uh, it, it looks good to me. Oh, here, here's the heart. <laughs> Clark has served everyone their turkey threads. Everyone is doing what they can to choke down the dry-ass turkey. <laughs> In the living room, Aunt Bethany's cat is snooping around the Christmas tree, batting and nipping at the lights. Clark takes a close look at the peculiar shapes in the jello mold. Um, Aunt Bethany, does your cat by any chance eat jello? Well, I, I don't know about the cat, but man, I'm sure enjoying it. Hey, kids. I heard on the news that a pilot spotted Santa sled on its way from New York. Ooh. 
you serious, Clark? Art, you want to load me up a little more there? It's good. Snots under the table lets out a loud belch. Ed? Yeah, Clark? What's wrong with your dog? Oh, he's just, he's just yakking up his phone. Ah, he's got it up. He's all right now. Well, maybe if you wouldn't feed him from the fucking table. No, no, no. He's probably just nosing through the trash there. Snots had gotten into the trash and had spread it across the kitchen floor. Clark and Ellen are cleaning up the mess. In the living room, the cat continues to pull the lights off the tree. Hey, Grizz, if you're not doing anything constructive, run into the living room and get my stogie. Is there anything else I can do for you, Uncle Lewis? He's an old man. This may be his last Christmas. And he keeps his shit up. It's going to be his last one. <laughs> Clark walks to the living room and takes Uncle Lewis's cigar case from the coffee table. The lights on the tree are out. Clark looks at the tree puzzled and walks over to it. He bends down and plugs in a strand of lights. The strand goes back on. Hmm. Well, this should do it. Clark plugs the second strand of lights in. The house falls dark. Honey! Rusty holds a cigarette lighter to the circuit box. He resets the breaker and the lights come back on. I told you you had too many plugs in one outlet. Clark and Eddie are at the chair. The others are gathered around and behind. Clark and Eddie lift the chair away from the wall. They find the blackened, smoldering outline of a cat scorched into the carpet. Oh, God. What is it? Uh, nothing. Uh, let's go in and finish our dessert. <laughs> <laughs> if that cat had nine lives, she'd just use them all up. Clark and Eddie cart the chair outside. They dump the chair on the parkway next to the Santa and the reindeer. You know, if, if you don't mind, Clark, I'd like to see if I can fumigate this here chair. It's a good quality item. If, if you don't mind me asking, how much did it set you back? You, you smell something? Fried pussycat. It's not the chair, idiot. Some kind of gas coming from the sewer. Disgusted, Clark heads back to the house. Uncle Lewis is alone in the living room. He's standing in front of the tree, lighting his cigar by waving the flame under his stogie. Clark makes his way to the dining room and sits down to finish his dessert. There's a flash of intense light from the living room. Clark dashes into the living room. Lewis? My my tree. So what's the matter with you? Look what you've done to my tree. <laughs> Uncle Lewis looks up oblivious to the damage to the tree. Lewis finally catches the signal and turns to look at the tree, his backside in flames. Lewis. Clark rips the curtain down and tackles Lewis to the floor, trying to extinguish, extinguish the flames. Clark slowly unwraps Lewis from the curtain and helps him to his feet. The tree is a blackened skeleton. The few gifts that were placed under, under the tree are charred. The ornaments and lights are fried. The family is in the living room now looking at the burned tree. It was an ugly tree anyway. At least it's out of its misery. Diet's going to flip out. <laughs> Nobody's going to flip out. We're going to have a wonderful Christmas. A knock at the door. A delivery boy in a blue uniform is standing at the door. He's holding the door knocker that's been torn off in his hand. The door wreath with blinking lights is dangling around his arm. His other hand is poised over the doorbell, index finger pointed. 
He's shocked. The hell do you want? I have a delivery for Clark W. Gerson. I was supposed to deliver it yesterday, but it fell between the seats and I didn't see it. I'm sorry. He hands Clark the envelope. Clark, staring at it, closes the door on the delivery boy. Merry Christmas. Clark enters the living room, still standing, staring at the envelope. I can't believe it. What is it? A letter confirming your reservation at the Nut House? It's from my company. Your bonus. My bonus. Oh, that's Clark. Nora? Kathy? She's waiting for us. The delay. Open it, Clarky. Open it. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's a fortune work. Clarky, open it. I bet you do, Eddie. You know, I, I was afraid. Are you going to ball all over it? Or are you going to open it? Well, I was going to wait until tomorrow to tell you all this, but what the heck? With this bonus check, I'm putting in a swimming pool. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's the big one. Well, open it. I'm sorry if I've been a little short with everyone lately. I've been waiting for this bonus to make sure the pool goes in when the ground thaws. I had to pay in advance. And until this little miracle arrived, I didn't have mo enough money in my account to cover the check. Tear the sucker open, Dad! Yeah, drum roll. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> if there's enough left over, I'm going to fly all of you down here to help us dedicate it. I can't freaking swim, Clark. I know that, Eddie. Clark opens the envelope and looks at the paper inside. His face freezes. He stares at the check. His face then turns deadly serious. The family stares at Clark, unable to understand his mood change. <sighs> Clark? What's wrong? It's... Huh, it's, honey, it, it's bigger than you expected. That's what she said. Um... <clears throat> It's smaller than I expected. <laughs> well, what is it? It's um, uh, a one. What are your expectations, honey? Um, <laughs> one year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Oh God, Clark, that there's a gift that keeps on giving the whole year, no matter how small it is. <sighs> that it is, Edward. That it is indeed. I'm sorry, Clark. Well, if, it, if this isn't the biggest bag-over-the-head punch-in-the-face ever got, God damn it! Clark furiously stomps around the room, kicking the furniture and tearing up the envelope. Son! He stops and takes a few big gulps of eggnog. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> hey, if any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here, tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber on Melody Lane with all the other rich people, and I want him here, right here, with a big ribbon on his head. I want him to look him straight in the eye 
and tell them what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, floor-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, sporty-lipped, worm-headed, sack-of-monkey shit he is. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Yeah! <laughs> Clark storms out of the room, leaving the family silent. Eddie's RV pulls out of the driveway and heads down the street. Clark comes out of the garage with a chainsaw roaring. Ellen and the kids hurry out the front door. OMG, he's got that crazed look in his eye. Told you. We should have gone to Hawaii. <laughs> what the hell did Rusty turn into freaking Todd? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's really Clark's kid. That's what's wrong. Okay. <laughs> Turn that thing off and get in the house. Clark ignores her and heads for the corner of the house. I'll talk to him, Mom. You know, Dad, I'll be in blanket. He turns to Rusty. He has an angry look in his eyes and a roaring chainsaw in his hand. Good talk, Dad. Clark turns from Rusty and marches across his lawn to a blue spruce on the corner of his property. He lays the chainsaw into the trunk. Next door, Todd and Marga are sitting in their dining room having cocktails. Aren't you the teeniest bit sorry we didn't get a Christmas tree? Even though they're dirty and messy and corny and cliche. Well... Where are you going to find a tree at this hour of the Christmas Eve? <laughs> Aren't you the tiniest bit, tiniest bit disappointed you didn't get a tree? <laughs> Behind them, the end of Clark's blue spruce crashes through their window. After dragging the tree into the living room, Clark is in the bathroom washing the sap off his hands while Ellen is scowling at him. <laughs> hey, what's the matter? Was that really necessary? We, we needed a tree. May I remind you that... This was all my idea? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm well aware of that, honey. Could you just keep it in mind the next time you go berserk? I didn't go berserk. I simply solved the problem. We needed a coffin. I mean, a fucking tree. There are no lots open on Christmas Eve. Lewis burnt down my tree, so I replaced it as best as I could. Voila! Are you okay? Uh, I'm fine, honey. I'm fine. The new tree is up and has been hastily decorated with ornaments salvaged from the burned tree. A single strand of lights, melted bulbs, and charred tinsel. The family has reassembled in the living room. Clark walks in and places presents under the tree. What? What's that sound? Do you hear it? It's a funny squeaky sound. You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. Shh. I heard it too. Wait, wait, wait. I don't hear it anymore. Clark's hand separates the branches as he peers into the tree. He gets a sudden look of shock as a squirrel leaps out of the tree. People are running every which way, bumping into each other. Nora faints dead away in the middle of the room. The women are screaming as everyone except Aunt Bethany and Uncle Lewis run out of the room and into the foyer. Quiet, quiet, shut up! The squirrel runs across the living room. Mom, don't move. 
We can't let it get out of the living room. Where's Eddie? He usually eats these goddamn things. Oh, oh, no, not recently, Clark. He read that squirrels were high in cholesterol. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> I'll try and trap it. Russ! Right here, Dad. Oh, there you are, you creepy bastard. <laughs> go. Go, go, go get my hammer. Clark, what do you need a hammer for? Well, I'm, I'm going to catch it in the coat, and then I'm going to smack it with a hammer. I'm going with him. Nora is still out cold in the middle of the room. Clark and Clark Nora, Senior Nora. tiptoe into the room. Nora, Nora. Is it gone? Is it gone? It probably got scared and ran back into the tree. As Clark steps over Nora, she starts to slowly get up, afraid to move quickly. As Clark passes, Clark Sr. sees the squirrel on Clark's back. Squirrel! Ah! Ah! Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's a freaking big squirrel! Yes! Yes! Clark screams, turns around and flows into and plows into Nora, knocking her down. There's a wild scramble for the stairs. Everyone runs up. Snot spurs through the laundry room door and follows everyone upstairs. Everyone runs everyone runs back downstairs and into the living room. Soon after the squirrel chased by Snot's clambers downstairs and into the dining room, causing total destruction in their path. At Todd and Margot's, they are standing on their porch. Margot is irritated. You just march right over there and slug that guy in the face. I can't. You just, just march right over there and slug that guy in the face. Oh, Jesus. I can't. Look the post the wall. All right, Margo. If you're not man enough, then I'm going to slug him in the face. <laughs> Margo marches off the porch, heading for the Griswolds. Clark cautiously peeks into the kitchen from the foyer. Snots and the squirrel charge in from the kitchen. Clark grabs the front door handle and whips the door open to find Margo standing in the doorway. Her eyes pop and she screams. The squirrel leaps for her face. Snots is right behind, knocking her down. Ha! Gone. At Todd and Margot's house, the front door opens and Margot steps in. Her face is clawed and her clothes are all torn. Todd looks at her terrified. Oh my God, what happened to you? Margot draws back and throws a mighty punch at Todd, knocking him out. Back at the Griswolds, Clark walks around assessing the damage. Ellen and the kids follow with Catherine behind them. Art and Francis are in the foyer with their luggage. Beautiful. God. Where, where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old family Christmas. No, 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 no. We're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap-hap-happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. 
And when Santa squeezes his fat ass down that chimney tonight, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. I can barely hear him. Sorry. You're goofy. There it is. Don't piss me off, Arch. God damn it. <laughs> Clark. Clark, it's over. Not according to Santa's watch. Come on, son. Stay out of this fucking god. Stay out of this den. Clark, I think it's best if everyone just goes home before things get worse. Worse? How can they get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. Somewhere in the night, Eddie's RV whips out of a driveway and hits the streets on two wheels. In the Griswold kitchen, Clark Sr. is talking to Clark. Son, I love you. We all love you. But this is a terrible night. Nothing's gone right. It's a disaster. You're losing your temper with the whole family. Only makes things worse. You're too good of a father to act like this. In years to come, you'll want your family to remember all the love you gave us. And how hard you tried to make this Christmas perfect. Well, well, I, I just... You just... <laughs> Say it. <laughs> you just cocked it up. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It happens. <laughs> our, our, our holidays were always such a mess. Oh, yeah. How, how'd you get through it? I had a lot of help from Jack Daniels. I love you. Dad? Yeah? Are you going to recite the night before Christmas? No. It's your house. It's your Christmas. I'm retiring. The family is seated in the living room around the fireplace. The children were all nestled. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sla- sash. Slash. The m- the m- sash, slash. Whatever. <laughs> the, moon, the moon on the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and... And Eddie with a man in his pajamas with a dog chain tied to his wrists and ankles? What the? All right, you guys stay here. The front door opens and Eddie enters with Mr. Shirley. His hair is mussed up. His face is red with anger. A Christmas bow is tied over his mouth. He's in his pajamas and slippers. He's mumbling and grumbling with rage. The family is gathered in the doorway in stunned silence. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Clark. Eddie looks at Mr. Shirley. You were out ready to do some kissing? At Mr. Shirley's house, Mrs. Shirley's on the phone with the police. She's frantic. Yes, officer. It seems my husband's been abducted. The man was wearing a blue leisure suit, and the plates were from Kansas, I believe. He was huge, beastly, bulging man, and... The bows and chains have been removed from Mr. Shirley. He shakes the cramps out of his hands. I've I've never been treated like this in my life. I'm sorry. Uh, This is our family's first kidnapping. (laughs) You're fired. And where's the phone? I'm calling the police. 
Hey, just holding the weight there, fella. Clark had nothing to do with this. This was my idea. All right. She's still fired. And you're going to jail. Oh, no, Eddie. It was my fault. I lost my temper when, when I got my bonus. I guess I said some things I shouldn't have. Bonus? How did you get a bonus? I cut bonuses this year. Yeah, thanks for telling us, asshole. I was expecting a check. Instead, I got enrolled in a jelly club. 17 years with the company, I've gotten a bonus every year but this one. You don't want to give a bonus? Fine. But when people count on them as part of their salary, well, what you did was just plain... Sucks. Thank you, Russ. Thank you. Thank you, Russ. My cousin-in-law, whose heart is bigger than his brain... I appreciate that, Clark. He's innocent. I'll be more than happy to take the rap on this. On behalf of myself and every other employee you rear-ended this Christmas. Mr. Shirley looks around the room as the sad, confused, angry faces of the family stare at him. He's feeling guilty, and his heart melts. Uh, uh, look, uh, sometimes things look better on paper, but, uh, lose their their luster when you see how it affects real folks like you lower class people i guess uh a healthy bottom line doesn't mean much if it if it if it get to hurt the ones that you depend on it's it's people like you that make a difference you know little people like you so carl uh whatever you got last year let's uh let's add 20 percent Clark bursts with joy. He looks to Ellen and the kids and the rest of the family. In a great... Purple? Clark? Clark faints. <sighs> Outside, police and SWAT cars pull up and surround the house. The SWAT team sets up positions on all windows and openings. A second SWAT team goes next door to Todd and Margo's house. They pound on the front door. Margo's muted. Oh. Oh. Uh oh. Here we go. Here <laughs> we go. Here we go. Go away, Todd. If you want to come in, you're gonna have to break down the goddamn door. SWAT officers break down the door and rush in. The family is still celebrating in the Griswold living room. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Two dozen officers have surrounded the house at every opening. After giving the order, the officers burst, bust down the front door while the SWAT teams come crashing through the window. The family and Mr. Shirley panic during the mayhem. The SWAT officer barks an order. Freeze! They all stop in their tracks. Outside, a police car pulls up with Mrs. Shirley. A high-ranking officer opens her door and escorts her into the house. This way, please. I, I think you've made a terrible mistake. I didn't. No, this is you. I told you to freeze, mister. May we blink? Frank. This is Shirley. Uh, Helen. Oh, she's, she, you're muted. Oh, no. Oh, there she is. Frank! <laughs> <laughs> Helen! Oh, thank God, you're all right. Oh, oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. 
It's just a big misunderstanding tonight. Excuse me. Would you like Miss? Would you and Miss Shirley like to step outside so we can see, so we can take care of the business here? Oh no 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 no! There's there's no business here. I I'm not pressing any charges. What? I. It is a big fucking mistake. Reagan. Mistake. Frank, honey, <laughs> you were kidnapped. Uh, I, uh, I did something I shouldn't have, and, and these people called me out on it. Call, call, it's, uh, this is Clark. This is Clark with Griswold and his family. Welcome to our home. Release What's the B squad. What is going on here? Well, remember I was toying with the notion of. Suspending those Christmas bonuses? You didn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> of all the cheap, lousy ways to save a buck. That's pretty low, mister. If I had a rubber hose, I'd beat the balls off you. I, 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 I changed my mind. Yeah, I, I'm reinstating the bonuses. Ruby, Sue, and Rocky see a bright light in the sky and run out to the front yard. The family follows. The police, SWAT, Mr. and Mrs. Shirley join them. Look, 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 look! Ruby so sweetheart! It's Santa Claus! What? What's wrong? <laughs> what? She thinks she sees Santa! Santa Claus! No, it's the Christmas star. And all and that's all that matters tonight. Not bonuses or gifts or turkeys or trees. You see, kids, it means something different to everybody. Now, I know what it means to me. That ain't the freaking Christmas star. It's a light on the sewage treatment plant. Sewer gas! Lewis is standing next to the beat-up Santa on the curb. He has a scar in his mouth. He strikes the match on Santa's ass and lights his cigar. Don't drop that! He flips the match over his shoulder. The match drops in the sewer. There's a flash of light and an explosion. The explosion sends the plastic Santa and reindeers into the sky. Everyone hits the deck, but Aunt Bethany remains standing. She is looking to the sky as the plastic Santa and reindeer are flying through the air with a fireball behind them. She puts her hand to her heart and begins to sing. And the rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night. That our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star spangled <laughs> the family is gathered in the living room dancing and celebrating. Clark's standing in the front yard looking up at the Christmas star. Ellen puts her arm around his waist. Merry Christmas, Sparky. Merry Christmas, honey. I did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> End of show. 
Yay! Oh, poor Cassie. <laughs> so I got to agree with uh, Mama John. Um, um, I just think we all got upstaged by a... a Reagan. <laughs> yeah, we're, our careers are over. Great job. Great job, Reagan. Great job. Yay, Reagan! <laughs> oh, yes. How old is she? She's eight. Wow. Dang. She's awesome. I, I can't say enough about Jimmy, though, to take on a lead role plus handle all the sound effects and everything. Um, great job, Jimmy. Good job, oh, Jimmy. It, it, it was it was fun to do. We uh, no offense from last year, but this was a lot fun to do this year with it the, was fun. everybody backing each other up. Ariana narrating took the load Ari, off. Great job, man! Thanks. You know, I I I, I kind of like we were kind of worried about doing the same one over again, and Jimmy brought up a good point. He kind of said. People go see the Nutcracker every freaking year. Why not right? do this one again, right? So um, that was a lot. You guys of are starting the tradition. So Thanks. now next year it's the same thing. Welcome to our newbies, Kathy and Linda and Katie, Katie. and Reagan. Yeah. Uh, no, that was awesome, you guys. Thank you. you guys did great. That was so much fun, you guys. This was like a- I had so much problem with my internet. My You're internet, right, Kathy. It worked out. So good. It worked out perfect, right, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> I had your back, Kathy. I covered you when you weren't there. Good, I didn't have very many parts. Again, <laughs> <Okay>, Sean. <laughs> this was like Christmas vacation in Hazard County. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, because yeah, my internet was not working, and also. The dialogue, it, it was like, wah, 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 wah. I could not No ever way, hear. really? I had to kind of get. <laughs> they were, no, you know what? It worked out great. No problems at all. Yeah, yeah, next yeah, year, yeah. just do just do Charlie Brown Christmas next year, and it'll be just perfect. Yeah, no. <laughs> Roy, Roy won't do it. Roy hates the peanuts. Roy hates the peanuts. Oh, well. Wow, wow, wow. You missed I hate that little I hate that little ball headed bastard. <laughs> okay, Lucy. Oh <laughs> damn. Sold your shit right there. Yeah, well, what the hell are you And then we had a uh a, a, a Scotty from uh Star Trek from Starship or from uh yeah. from Star Trek yeah. playing a guest role, right? That was nice. <laughs> We had, Roscoe, we had Roscoe B. Coltrane from the Dukes of Hazard playing a kid. And Boss Hog, Boss Hog is Frank Shirley. Yep, yep. Uh, we're, I was the creepiest kid ever. I, I want to, uh, I, I, I got to give my. I got to go. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, real quick, everybody did great. Donna, you were killing it as Audrey. Uh, Robin, you're Francis. Right on, babe. It, yes. Everyone, yeah. everyone crushed it. It was such a great time, you guys. It was, it was so fun. And and Aunt I Bethany like was the we, well before Reagan showed up. Aunt Bethany was killing. It was the the star right there. <laughs> yeah, awesome, agreed. Linda. Yeah, Linda, it was great until you got showed up by a a it, child. Yeah. Other than that, you were killing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's my favorite part. Aunt Bethany. I was work my at favorite a school. Part. I'm used to that. It happens every day. <laughs> no, you're, you're, uh, what was really cool about Reagan is that she she edited it herself. 
didn't say any of the bad words, but it was just right. yeah, was seamless. And it worked. Well, I wasn't I wasn't even kidding. Seriously, five minutes before intermission was over, I walked her over. I was like, hey, why don't you just read through these real quick? And she's like, Mom, I can't say shitting. I can't. At a girl. And so she changed it to pooping. <laughs> I was worried that you were saying it. That was, was like, awesome. I know. Here? Mm. <laughs> no, and, and, I hate, and uh, last, I hate to admit this, but when uh, Uncle Lewis came on, mm-hmm. I was looking all around trying to figure out who is doing Uncle Lewis. <laughs> that <laughs> was me. Figure it out. Well, well it's yeah. funny. I was going to add Uncle Lewis to my side because Jimmy was doing so much, and then Jimmy says. Yo, Ari loves my Uncle Lewis. I'm like, oh man, we'll do. do it to me. Well, yeah, when when Rory showed me the when Rory showed me the cast list, he didn't have anyone for Uncle Lewis, and I'm like, that that blessing, that blessing. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I gotta I gotta do that. Well, that but was, Aunt Bethany that was, was killing that was me. Ari's wish, so we you know we had to fulfill Ari's wish there. So <laughs> you guys have a good night when we get off of here. No, everybody. So, um, <laughs> to let you know, um, Jimmy's gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> To let you know, we already know Mama Shaw said that uh, Reagan was killing it. Um, and then Lindsay Holden came in and said, Jimmy nailed Uncle Lewis. Uncle oh, Lewis, yay! Oh, and she's a good critic, Jimmy, so oh, that's I, a big compliment. I, I love Uncle Should've Lewis. Should have won an Oscar. Should have won. won. That's Linda's daughter. And, uh, and, a, and a shout out to Claudius Michael. He filled in the last minute. We had a, Thank you, Michael. His, his debut also this year. Michael, thank you very much. So we've got enough people. Maybe we could do, even do an elf. Shit, we've got people wanting to come on. We got sixty parts. Who knows? Yeah, you one never know. Thing is we only have ten screens. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure people it out. People have to double up. You and I can double up. We don't need to be on separate. Screens. Yeah, oh, we start doubling up. People. And, and, and I can sit next with to Sean time. and Robin can be on. We the had same the um, well, we had the Katie the entire. And Dave, Katie and Dave could be on the same screen. We had yeah. the entire the entire car bottles were on one screen. So we got three. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, we had three hard bottles. You're right, Jimmy, on one screen. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. all right, you guys. They, they've got a whole, uh, a whole uh, company in that house. <laughs> Just in that household. <laughs> well, you know the, the hard bottle family. Well, they 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 apparently they act together and they're all joining in on the colonoscopy today. <laughs> yeah. I know that's the hard bottles. Yeah, hard bottles. Yeah, that was the hard bottles. Yes. So, um, and then we always have this possibility that by next year. Let's have we're it back all, at our we're, house. We're, we're all out of the bullshit that we're going through right now. And we're able to meet in person and we all load yes. up here and do it like Jimmy did it two years ago. Yeah. If anyone wasn't involved, and Katie, I know you weren't here. Linda, I know. Um, but that was it fun. was really cool. We did it like an old radio play. Jimmy got stand-up microphones. And yeah. we actually almost had a stage set up in the house. So we walked yeah. in front of the mics. And that was cool. It. So that was when, that was when Sean stood in front of me, and I'm like, "Wait!" And he like totally took my life. So if we're in a, if we're in a you will never ever ever forget that. No. Hell no! <laughs> it's the one thing I have on you. You think I'm gonna let it go? Hell no! So we have Dennis, we have we have Moon Mom popping in saying it was a great job. Good night, boys and girls. Thank you, Dennis, for listening. We did have a, we actually have a lot of people still listening now. We actually picked up one now as we're talking. Yeah. But if we could do that next year, Jimmy. Um, and everybody, if we're in a good place, that would be cool. But the most important host. thing to everybody is let's make sure we keep everyone healthy and safe. 
and maybe we'll get there. Well, so I think not, I th we have this, and that's awesome too. I think no, we'll be we'll, good. We will host it. It'll it'll be back at our house next year. Just get, just plan on it. It'll yeah, be back at our house, and I I love to entertain all of you, and we had such a good time. So let's have it back at our house next year. Well, um, fingers Tony crossed, Valdez we'll do it. Just pop, Tony Valdez just popped in. Tony the Storm. Um, he just he's, he's sorry he missed it. Tony, it's going to be, um, he was making tamales and missed it, but it's on replay, brother. Go look at it and watch it. <laughs> so should we next year, if we do it back at our house and we have all the cast, shouldn't we have like an audience section and oh, let like shit. Tony come and, and all the audience people that usually watch your show? Yeah, we'll throw them, like, in, the, we'll throw them in the pit, the living room yeah, there. Yeah, like yeah. Mama Shaw, she's always there. We can fly out Mama Liz and have everybody here and we can have like the pit. You got Sorry, a fire pit in your backyard, lighted fire, and everything. Hell yeah! <laughs> there yes. you go. <laughs> yes. so, Michael and Claudia, start saving up your vacation time or whatever you need. You're gonna have to oh, come we'll be down. There. We'll be okay, there. Okay, so um, yes. But but this was beautiful, you guys. All the love we feel, and um, it's it's turned out to me, and I don't know about Jimmy. He can speak for himself, but. It's almost not Christmas if we don't put this crazy freaking thing on. Oh, yeah, so, I know. Thank you, everybody. No, everybody have a great time. Okay. Have a Merry Christmas, a great holiday. Okay. We are not on next week. We're going to be off. So uh, Happy New Year. Okay. Merry Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're celebrities, Sean. We're taking some shit off. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for playing Bye. with us, you guys. And, Merry uh, Christmas, everybody. Love yep. you all. And we're Love out. Ya. Love y'all. Hit him, baby. Happy New Year.